Welcome to Cardiology, everybody. Well, it's that time again. We got to get prepped for another big game for our beloved Browns. I'm here with my good friend, Sean Donovan. We're going to run through some of our keys to this game, what we see needs to happen, and how the Browns can keep this momentum going. We have two wins back-to-back. Now we got to roll into what is really the heart of our schedule been been the key weeks that we've been calling out since the very beginning of the year that needed to happen for the Browns. And now here we are. So, Hey, Sean, how are you out there? I'm great. I'm just, uh, I'm looking forward to this game. We've had Joe Burrow's number since he came into the league and Kevin Stefanski has had Zach Taylor's number. Um, so I'm, I'm betting on, uh, I'm betting on keeping that streak going. All right. Well, so for those who are unaware, the Browns with their five and seven record will be traveling to Cincinnati um, in order to face the Bengals who are currently eight and four. Um, And the Browns have won the last five meetings between these two clubs and have won eight of the past nine matchups. So it really has, I mean, there's not a whole lot of, um, exaggeration in saying that the Browns have had the Bengals number um, and have really seemed to, for whatever reason, when our two analytical coaches between Kevin Stefanski and Zach Taylor meet, seems like Kevin Stefanski keeps finding a way to pull it out. Now, there's been different heroes in the last few games. Um, You know, when we talked about the matchup earlier this year, we talked about a complete game. One of the very few that we've been able to talk about this season so far, where we had a solid defensive game plan. We had a very strong offensive game plan and we had our special teams show up the way they needed to. Um, So really put together um, a solid complete game. Um, you know, but we've also been opportunistic against Cincinnati. Um, you know, last year we saw uh, Denzel Ward take advantage of some of his matchups in order to help bring home a win. Um, and I think that that's something we're going to have to continue to see in this particular game. So um, I'll I'll start the ball rolling off to you, Sean. You know, what what are some of the the big keys that you are looking for out of this Browns team heading into this all important divisional matchup? Well, I mean, um, we held, we held on the ground. We held them to a total of 36 yards in that first game on Halloween this year. That's going to have to happen again. Uh, Joe Mixon is, should be coming out of concussion protocol. Um, He had a lot of momentum going into, um, the game two weeks ago when he got the concussion. Um, and even if he does happen to sit out, Samaji Pirine, you can't sleep on him either. He's just as good. He's just as talented. Um, and Joe Burrow is going to have his number one weapon back, Jamar Chase. So the secondary is going to have to be not even on their game on top of their game. You know, they're going to have to be 110% rather than just a hundred. Yeah. I mean, you, you make an excellent point. I mean, the last game, um, you know, Joe Burrow um, had a, a decent game. He gave, he did have an interception. Um, 
this is actually um, this is the game that you know Jacoby Brissett outdueled Joe Burrow. This is also the game that had the god awful Amari Cooper. <laughs> that that play got uh, thrown out, so we don't have to worry about yeah, that. That was that was the one play in that in that actual win that just never needs to be seen again. But um, you know, we we turned in one of our strongest uh rushing performances in that game. Um you know, the yards were very similar to what we just experienced in Houston. Right. Um, but, you know, they translated um, into some touchdowns. We actually had three rushing touchdowns in our game versus Cincinnati, two for Nick Chubb and one for Jacoby, um, which were big pieces to to that game. This was This was a game where Nick really took the life out of the Bengals. And then right behind that, this was one of Amari Cooper's breakout games, 131 yards receiving a touchdown. Um, So this was when we saw this top, top five, top 10 offense really shine. Um, But you make an excellent point. One of the big pieces of this was a complete shutdown of the Cincinnati run game. They ran the ball 10 times, right? That's like that's an incredibly small number for right. an NFL football team to just run the ball ten times, um, but that that's what they did, um, and they really were kept off the field. The Cleveland controlled this game the whole way through, um, and I think we're going to have to see the same thing. You mentioned um, Samaje Piran. Um, I think that he is starting to roll a little bit. Um, he's been um, an injection of life in their backfield. Joe Mixon, um, you know, it remains to be seen whether he is going to be able to um, participate fully in this game or not. He's been banged up, um, been trying to get back into form. Um, so there, we might see a, a very health, healthy dosing of uh, Samaje in this game. Um and Joe Burrow, I mean, Joe Burrow is is who he is, right? This is this is one of the top. I don't know. It, everybody has different numbers, but this is one of the top five quarterbacks playing yeah, right now. There's a reason he went number that. one. Um, you know, and I think that we we've talked about it before. I'm going to hate seeing and talking about Joe Burrow for years to come. Um, he's just a very very solid quarterback, a very confident quarterback. Um, and this is really going to be, this is another one of those, can the Browns stuff the run and lock up these receivers? Yeah. Um, we gave up touchdowns to T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd in this game, um, but they did not have Jamar Chase. Right. Uh, they didn't have him at their disposal. Now, we have seen Jamar uh, line up opposite Denzel Ward in the past. And we've seen Denzel Ward get the best of that matchup. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I think though, that if we're all honest with ourselves, you know, Jamar Chase continues to be a stud every time he steps on the field. And we have seen an inconsistent year from Denzel Ward. Um, You know, can Martin Emerson be part of that equation? You know, this is, this rookie has really stood out at different times throughout the season. Um, and provided that extra um, 
extra power or extra um, skill set on the outside to kind of hold some of these receivers together. And he has taken on the challenge of number one receivers in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I I think it's quite the challenge to think that that uh, Martin Emerson is going to lock up with Jamar Chase in this game. Um, but hopefully we will see a return of Greg Newsom. Yeah. You know, AJ Green continues to give us good play um, in his spot duty. Um, so I'm, I'm looking for a lot of that because Cincinnati, the, their weapons just don't stop at chase and Mixon. you know, right. like we said, they go one, they go further down in their bench and we need to be prepared for it. Yeah. And I'm looking at the, the injury report right now for Cincinnati. And as of yesterday, Hayden Hurst, uh, the safety valve tight end that Joe's been going to a lot, uh, is listed as doubtful with a calf injury. So, um, and then Brandon Wilson, one of their all pro safeties is going to be out. So you you want to hope that this extra week or this second week of practice with Deshaun has gotten better with him and the receivers. They've built up a little more uh, chemistry because we all know that's, that's huge. And mm-hmm. so hopefully another week of practice under his belt has shaken off more of the rust and he'll be able to connect with Amari down the line and uh, DPJ, not so much Anthony Schwartz, but you know, yeah. Well, and you know what, this is a big game for Cincinnati, just like it's a big game for us. So oh, it's huge. Um, Cincinnati is tied for the top of the division with Baltimore. Um, and they've got a shot here. They've got a window um, with the recent injury to Lamar Jackson. Um, you know, Lamar's going to at least miss this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and there might be an opportunity for Cincinnati to pull a game ahead of Baltimore before um, they have to worry about too many more head to heads. Um, you know, the interesting part about Cincinnati's year is that they have not fared well in the division at all. They are one in three right. in in the North. So the more that they keep taking these losses um, in the division, you know, I, I don't know that I would say that they're putting their, their wild card hopes in jeopardy because I don't really think that that's really the case. But um, they're allowing the door to stay open um, for a couple of teams that probably shouldn't have any hope. In, right. uh, in in Pittsburgh and Cleveland. So, um, you know, it's a big win. It would be a big win for us. I think that, you know, if we win um, against Cincinnati, we have guaranteed ourselves at least a, a 500 record in our division in a really tough year, which, you yeah. know, um, I always like to see us win in our division. But again, Everything about this season has been about momentum, has been about building, um, and to be able to pull off what is really your toughest matchup the rest of the way going, I think. this that I'm not, not saying that Baltimore is not a difficult game because it is um, and a difficult one for us to be looking at. But this Cincinnati team really, you know, one could argue has no business really losing to us um mm-hmm. this week so we really need to show up and and show out for here um but you know what uh, interestingly enough we've talked about all these different things and all these 
different keys to the game. There's this really big piece of our team that I think needs to improve and is just going to be a, a big focal point of how we view success in this game. And I think that has to start with our quarterback. Yeah. I mean, when we what we saw this past week is we saw um Deshaun Watson come out and and we saw him be beyond rusty. I think oh, yeah. I think it's I think it's very fair to say that a lot of people were probably thrown off by just how rusty he was in that mm-hmm. game. Um leaves people with a lot of questions. Um, you know, I don't know. It, it's a tough year for for Browns fans, right? So, you know, when I look on you know all the the message boards and and all the different tweets and everything that are going out. You know, I think there is a very predictable air of, well, he better get himself together because, you know, you know, he we he's got to play better and blah, 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 blah. And I think, you know, there's a very, there's, what do they call it? Cognitive dissonance. Right. About where we really are here and mm-hmm. what Sean Watson really is. I mean, the reality is, He's not going anywhere. Right. We got him locked up for five years, folks. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And and we don't just have him locked up for five years. We're married. Like we're right. completely, <laughs> you know, you're not, you can't get divorced. You know, this isn't this isn't like uh, you know, a 50-50 split on the divorce. This is if you're gonna let him go, he's taking the entire house, he's taking everything with him. Right. So this yeah, is this- not. This is not a one-year, this is not a six-game um, situation. And yeah, so... This, this whole season is is a test balloon, you know, to see what works, what doesn't, how we can improve, where we can cut liabilities maybe, and focus on... And, you know, you said it in the last episode about Harbaugh um, in Baltimore just completely revamping his game around Lamar Jackson. And in some, in some way, this is, he is one of the reasons why we went after Deshaun Watson. He's, he's they're They're from the same mold. I will say Watson, in my opinion, is a lot smarter than Jackson is. Um, but uh, it's definitely the reason why we went after him uh, yeah. to get that that bigger mobile guy. It, it just... Yeah, I think even beyond just like a skill set thing, I think I think that I think the primary reason you went after a Deshaun Watson was you look at the division and you have two teams in the division that have their franchise quarterback. Now, I don't know what Baltimore is doing about Lamar Jackson. I don't know. I don't understand how he doesn't have a contract and I don't understand how you're going to let this go all the way into um, next year and possibly poison the well with franchise tags and other nonsense for a quarterback who has earned his second contract for Pete's sake. Just give him his money. Um, But then you have, you know, you have the Steelers who have just, you know, they've just said goodbye to a, you know, a pro bowl quarterback. Um, Probably uh, the greatest one in their, in their history. Yeah. Really a cornerstone of their franchise. And they did draft a rookie who may have the ability to um, set things right for them, but he's having a tough, he's having a rookie year. Um, And so, but as, 
the Browns looked at that, they were sitting with what was supposed to be a franchise quarterback who wasn't panning out after four years and they had to hit the reset button. And so, you know, the Browns could have chosen to do the reset button the way we've done, you know, for the last 20 some years of the new Browns, which is let's just completely rebuild. Let's, let's suck until we get a high pick and try all over again with quarterback and this time they went the opposite route. They went with, let's find who is a franchise quarterback who's available we can get. Now, you know, there's lots of reasons why Watson was available. And and a lot of a lot of extra baggage that came with this this concept. But that skill set is very unique. Um, I think that when you compare him to Lamar Jackson, um, Deshaun Watson is a more gifted and natural thrower of the football. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm I'm a believer that Lamar Jackson is a better a better passer of the ball than a lot of people like to give him credit for. Um, but in comparison to the two, Watson really is big arm, accuracy, you know, all of those pieces you want. Now the the place where they they become most similar is in their ability to run. Yeah. Um, now, alive, yeah. now I don't see the Browns developing an offense around Deshaun Watson, like Baltimore has around Lamar Jackson, where Lamar Jackson is essentially their number one rusher right. as, as well as being their quarterback. I don't see that happening for Watson for a variety of reasons. One, I don't think in the AFC North that you really truly want to continue to keep putting your quarterback out like that. Um, But the other two is nobody in the AFC North has a rushing game like the Browns do. Right. So there's not a need to put Watson out on that Island. Um, And I think, you know, what a lot of Browns fans might be clutching onto is this idea that we saw some good things out of Jacoby Brissett and, you know, Jacoby was able to manage this offense. He was able to not lose games. Um, These are tough matchups coming up. And, and I think, you know, you'd be fooling yourself if you believed that Jacoby Brissett's ability to manage this offense was, would be good enough to make, what is now going to be a five game run to right. the end. Of the year. Um, these are tough matchups and, and these are tough matchups in December football. And you're going to have to show up. You're going to have to play out. now Watson can't be the quarterback. He was um, in his first game. No. Um, there, there wasn't anything about the game plan that should have been overly challenging for Deshaun Watson. He right. missed a ton of opportunities. Um, and I also, um, you know, from the text I was sending, I would desperately, I wanted him just to try to throw the ball long. Right. I just wanted to see it. Like, like I, I, I wasn't even concerned after a while about whether or not it was completed or whether or not it even looked good. I just, just wanted to yeah. I wanted him to stretch the field. I wanted him to let his cannon go. Um, but that didn't happen. And so I think in these matchups now with the Bengals, with the Ravens, um, with the Bengals, you're getting a hot 
offensive team um, that plays decent defense. Yeah. Um, so, but they have all the potential and all the firepower to have a shootout with you. That's what they did mm -hmm. against Kansas City. Um, and they just outlasted the Chiefs. Um, with the Ravens, you have a team that has been wildly inconsistent on offense, but continues to keep building that classic Baltimore Ravens momentum on defense. I mean, now they also, we've, we talked about um, Lamar Jackson's injury. We talked a lot about it in our last episode, but another injury that doesn't look like it's going to affect this week is Patrick Queen got a, a pretty sizable hip bruise um, in their last game where he had to be carted off the field. Now it is a hip bruise and Patrick Queen is, is a, is a strong man. Yeah. Um, so I don't suspect that it will really hamper him, but it is something to watch for um, mm. because he is an extremely um, big talent um, yeah. on their, on their defense. So um you're going to have to be ready for that. And so so at, from a perspective with Watson, he's going to have to be able to run the ball. Yeah. Um, and by running the ball, scrambling, he's going to have to be able to get out of the pocket. He's going to be able to have to be able to escape. Um, and in escaping and rolling out, he's going to have to be able to deliver that ball. They can't be skip. We can't be skipping passes um, into these receivers in these next couple games. Now, you know, as we come out of Bengals Ravens, you know, if, if we are blessed enough to be talking about some excellent games or some excellent luck that happens in those two weeks, um, you know, you, you go into a game against the saints that is very winnable. Um, yeah. the saints are having a hard time. They're, they're having a hard time getting everything to click together, um, with a new coach, a new system, um, not able to really s settle on a quarterback quite the way they want to. Um, but you finish out with a game against the commanders who are fighting um, and are, are putting in some really good efforts um, heading into this backstretch of the season. And then you finish the season with the Steelers, which it, you know what? The Steelers are always a crapshoot, right? You know, yeah. we, we celebrate like crazy when we spoil their seasons. Um, you know, it is shaping up that even if, the Browns pull up some kind of miracle there that we would be looking at a huge matchup at the beginning of the year um, with the Steelers, with the ability to play um, spoiler to our hopes as well. So right. um, a lot of tough, tough situations, a lot of tough things. Um, you know, I just think that one as Browns fans, I, I, I think having a healthy dose of realism into this game, into these games, not pessimism, but realism, I think is important. I think that, you know, we have to be realistic about the fact that one, Watson's not going anywhere. So you can be as grumpy as you want to be about how he plays or what's going on. Like you said, this is really a test. These are test games. This is, this is about what works, what doesn't work, how quickly can he look like who we need him to be and how mm -hmm. much work do we have to do in the off season to be ready for 2023. Right. Um, but the other part is, you know, I think we have to be, we have to be somewhat realistic that uh, going five and O oh down this stretch 
would be one of the great Brown stories that's happened in many, many years. So even though a lot of people are talking like they expect it or like it just absolutely has to happen, I think we need to understand that what we're asking for is is pretty historic. Yeah, absolutely historic. We've never seen it. <laughs> so we said it in the last ep- or earlier, it's a big ask Yeah, for them to do that. It's a big ask of a team that's been wildly inconsistent. You know, at best, this team has been up and down all year long. Um, You know, we can hang a lot of that on on the defense. Um, You know, we've we've said it before. I'll say it again. I don't you know. I I think you asked me two weeks ago if, if I was on the bandwagon. I and I said, I don't see any way unless the Browns both win all these games and pitch some shutouts. Right. That that you're not making a change in the defense. So, you know, we're asking a very inconsistent team to show a level of consistency that would be pretty historic for for this group. Unheard um, of in the last be, 20 years. Yeah, it'd be it'd be something else. So um, you know, the that's the kind of thing we're heading into. So um, we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. When we come back, we're going to try to see if we can nail down um, what our our last couple of key focus areas are and what our predictions are heading in to this all-important divisional matchup. So hang with us here, and we will catch you on the other side of this break. Hey everybody, it's Mark from the Cardiology Podcast, and I have an important question for you. Does your garage make you happy? If your life is anything like mine, the space in your garage just goes to waste because of overwhelming and embarrassing clutter. I mean, with all the tools, the toys, the bikes, the equipment, and whenever you open that garage door, that mess just hits you right in the gut. But it doesn't have to be that way. The team at CB's Custom Garage Interiors and More wants to help you take advantage of every inch of space your garage has to offer with their full turnkey design and installation services for garage cabinets, flooring, and other storage solutions. But don't be confused. The solutions they provide are not the cookie cutter racks and plastic bins you find at all the big box stores. From showroom quality garage flooring to durable powder-coated wood garage cabinets, CB's Custom Garage Interiors and More has everything you need to turn your garage into the organized space of your dreams and have every one of your neighbors green with envy. So if you're tired of the mess and ready to bring the garage of your dreams into your everyday reality, you owe it to yourself and your family to check out all of the fantastic solutions CBs has to offer. You can contact Chris Burdett and his team today by heading to their website at www.cbscustomgarageinteriors.com or you can give them a call at 330-542-8416. On the site, you can request a free garage makeover guide packed with all kinds of great ideas and solutions that'll spark your imagination and help you visualize all of the potential your garage has to offer. It's time to feel the joy of a garage that meets all of your functional needs and looks fantastic too. 
please let Chris help you make your dreams a reality today. Call him at 330-542-8416 or check him out online at www.cbscustomgarageinteriors.com and let Chris help you love your garage again. Welcome back to Cardiology, everyone. Well, let's start to talk about our predictions uh, for this all-important matchup. Um, you know, I will start with you, Sean. You know, what are you what are you seeing here? Um, I know that the the early line on this game is Cincinnati is favored by six. Um, yeah, it's not it's not out of the realm of possibilities. But what what? How do you see this one? You know. I- we said it at the top of the show. Kevin Stefanski has Zach Taylor's number. We have Joe Burrow's number. I'm going with those odds. And I'm going to say the defense steps up like they did in the last game with Cincinnati. And we're going to go Browns 21, Bengals 17. Okay. Well, I like where your head is on the on the overall score for sure. I think that this is going to be a close game. Um, I don't see if if the if the Browns are able to pull off this win, I don't see it being more than by a score. Um, yeah. You know, uh, yes, we had a very impressive showing against Cincinnati to start the year, but Cincinnati was in different place um, when we last saw them in Cleveland. Um, you know, they were they were still trying to feel out their offensive line. They were trying to figure some things out. They were trying to click as an offense and they seem to have found all of those pieces um, leading into week 14. Um, You know, I think this is going to come down to, um, I think this is going to come down to the effectiveness of our running game. I really do. You know, the, we've been getting the yards They've been tough yards in the last couple of games. Yeah. Um, but what we haven't seen is the scoreboard as much. Um, and when we faced Cincinnati, we made them pay on the ground. And I think that in order for us to keep Joe Burrow off the field, to keep possession in this game, to make it a Cleveland Browns game, as opposed to a Cincinnati Bengals shootout, yeah. I think it's going to be critical. Um I, I'm looking forward to Sean Watson to have a better game, but I'm not very comfortable with the idea of him out trying to outduel Joe Burrow, um, right off the get go. I, right. I don't know that that's a recipe for positives either. Um, I, you know what? I think I'm gonna, you know, just because I can't possibly pick the exact same number you pick, I'm gonna go with, um, I'm going to go with 24-17. I think we're going to cover. Okay. Um, or not, we don't have to cover. Excuse me, we don't have to. Um, but I, I'm i going to give us a touchdown win. Um, I just, I'm looking for it to be all on the ground. I really am I'm looking for us to just dominate the clock, um, really push. I'd love to see, you know, Miles usually shows up to play Cincinnati. He usually shows up in these, um, divisional games. I'm looking for some big plays from him. Um, you know, I'm hoping one of the key pieces that came into place when we 
played them earlier in the year was we actually had a defensive line that showed up to right. play. Um, you know, now they had a good game against Houston. There's no denying that they, you know, they held them, um, didn't let them run the ball a lot. Um, but it wasn't a dominating game like they had against Cincinnati. I mean, we, we talked about it on our last episode, 10 yards, right, 10 right. yards rushing. Um, you know, so that is just, if you can manage that kind of stop again, then, then there's no reason we shouldn't win this game. But, but I think it's going to be close. I, I really do. Um, I'm feeling the positivity of the momentum. Um, you know, I, I am feeling a little bit of the angst of, you know, I sure wish Watson had been maybe just a little bit sharper right? Um, than he was. Um, that would make me feel better about this particular matchup. Um, but, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. I think, I think the pieces are there. They're, they, it can happen. You know, our, our secondary wasn't healthy in the last game and they are healthy this time. Right. Um, so can that, you know, help offset Jamar Chase? You know, we, when we faced them the last time, Jamar didn't play, but also Denzel didn't play either. Right. Um, so those two names, are they going to cancel each other out this this week? <laughs> that would be awesome if they do. If they yeah. cancel each other out and then we're right back to everybody playing up head-to-head with everybody else, well, then that puts us in a pretty good spot. But I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Like you say, we haven't seen it. We haven't seen a consistency in game plan um, on the defensive side of the ball the whole year. Um, and I think that's going to be key. Um, and you know, it will be interesting to see the matchup with Stefanski and Taylor. I think, you know, it's anybody's guess why Stefanski seems to, um, do so well against Taylor. Cause I don't know that I find that he is a much different coach right. against Cincinnati, but, um, you know, as they say, it comes, to, the devil's in the details. So there's probably some things that we're not seeing that, that he consistently looks for, whether it's tendencies or whether it's, you know, um, preparation, but um, there's no denying that, that it's happened. So I'm more than happy to continue that kind of streak against a divisional foe. We've been on the other side of those streaks for so long, <laughs> you know, I'd be, I'd be just fine if, if Cincinnati is wallowing and why can't we beat the Browns for, right. for the next couple of years, I, I can handle that. Um, but I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a tight game. I, I, I do. Um, you know, once we come out of this game, like we've said before, we, it doesn't stop. Got to hit, got to keep hitting the ground running. Um, as we try to hold on to what slight sliver of hope right. we might have for a playoff run. I think the last I heard was 3% chance. Oh, wow. So you're, saying, you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> you're saying there's a chance. Um, yeah, it's so I it's it's a pretty 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 slim chance. But hey, let's play spoilers. If we can't if we can't make it, let's make it hard. Right. Let's make it hard for everybody in the AFC North. Let's not let anybody get healthy on the Browns to finish out the season. That's that's what I would like to see. So um, well, Sean, I want to say thank you for joining me on uh the back half of a victory week always a pleasure yeah it's always nice to come in on a victory week hopefully 
we'll see some momentum here. We'll get another one um, and be able to have some really cool conversations um, next week. Um, for all of you out there, as always, if you want to tell some of your friends about our podcast, we wouldn't be adverse to that. You know, welcome some more people aboard. Feel free to tell them to check us out on our website, either at www.cardiology with a K C L E that's cardiology or by going to their favorite streaming service, whether that be Spotify, Amazon, or Apple Podcasts. You can check us out on all those platforms. Um, and we'd love to welcome you on board to the cardiology team. But for all of our guys, you know, Chris, who we didn't hear from this week, um, Gary, who's out on the road, Sean, who joined us here in the studio. Um, we just want to say thanks for taking the time to listen to us. And let's get geared up. Let's put our best efforts, our best energy into our a tough game against Cincinnati. The team needs us. Team needs our positive vibes. Let's give it to them in spades. So for everybody, let's get a one big time here. A go Browns. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's fun. It's fun. We'll talk to you guys later. <laughs>